Since the Denver International Airport was finished in 1995, there have been numerous conspiracy theories surrounding it. These are driven by the airport's sinister sculptures, infamous underground bunkers, swastika-shaped runways, okay, and even its murals that depict the New World Order takeover. It's coming. Jesse Ventura helped popularize these conspiracies in a 2012 episode of his TV show, Conspiracy Theory. And dozens of media outlets from ABC News all the way to the Science Channel continue to report on them on an annual basis. However, Denver International Airport, or locally known as DIA for short, actually embraces the conspiracies and uses them towards its marketing advantage. Who wouldn't, right? Keith Montgomery, a senior public in information officer at DIA, was quoted, quote, We have a CEO, Kim Day, who really embraces the conspiracy ideas. We decided a few years ago that rather than fight all of this and try to convince everybody that there's nothing really going on here, let's have some fun with it. Well, we're gonna have some fun with it too because we are going to dive into all of those conspiracies right now. The DIA is 25 miles driving distance from downtown Denver and is approximately 33,531 acres. This, this place is huge. That's 52.4 square miles, everybody. It is the largest airport in North America by land and the second largest in the world. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Behind the King Fahd International Airport in Saudi Arabia. With over 35,000 employees, the airport is also the largest employer in Colorado. Not shocking. Replacing the former Stapleton International Airport, DIA, was finally completed in 1995 which was actually 16 months behind schedule. The total cost to build the airport was approximately $4.8 billion, but that was back in 1995. So today's equivalency, around $8.5 billion, which was nearly $2 billion over budget, which is $3.6 billion today. Supposedly, the original blueprint to the airport displayed five underground buildings. That's how they described it. Not... Not layers of underground, not uh, levels, but buildings, with the deepest floor being around 120 feet below the surface. I do have a picture of the original blueprints. Now, look at this. So this is the, uh, it says like five something something buildings. It's kind of hard to read. This is a terrible blueprint, right? You know, I could only imagine if you were a foreman and you received this, and you're like, what the hell is this, Charlie? Get me something up to code. So you see like building one, two, three, four, five. Um, you have this one 60 feet deep. These three are about, uh, so four, four, five, and three here are 75 to 100 feet deep. But then you have number two here in the corner, which goes all the way to 120 feet deep. Wow. So I don't know. This is allegedly the blueprints, but I mean, this just looks like a somebody's note that they left on the kitchen table. You know what I mean? Like, uh, honey, pick me up a, a gallon of milk at the store. And then also you want to see my cool little drawing of the Denver airport. <laughs> Here's where I think it's going to go. Anyway, 
Uh, I found an article from the Denver Post that discusses some of these theories, okay? And it lists the theory, the history, and then it kind of describes the facts for each, okay? So this thing's no BS. Uh, so take it for as, as you will. Um, number one, it talks about the structure of the airport and the possibility of these underground bases, okay? Now the theory goes that hidden beneath the airport's underground baggage transport tunnels is a secret bunker or a series of bunkers designed to house billionaires and global political elite in the event of an apocalypse. Yes, that's right. Lizard people, a.k.a. reptoids and or evidence of aliens are also thought to be lurking down there. So the history. Contractors who originally worked on the airport, which went over budget and opened 16 months behind schedule, as we aforementioned, reportedly saw evidence of bunker entrances and unexplained tunnels. A multi-million dollar automated baggage system failed to work as designed, fueling the doubts behind or fueling the doubts about the intent and the scale of the construction. There was even an alien drawing. Okay, someone drew a picture of an alien gray type of figure on the walls. And you have reported blurry footage of lizard people being uh, put across the website. So there's conspiracy websites putting out these blurry photos, blurry pictures, blurry videos of uh, lizard people. I couldn't find any, by the way. So if you guys find any, let me know, because I will be doing a part two on Phil Schneider. Okay, Phil Schneider is something that we have to discuss that's coming in a part two of this. Uh, this says the facts, though. Roughly 1,000 people work daily in the various levels underneath the airport, ferrying luggage among ticket counters, planes, and baggage claim areas in a pair of 7,000-foot-long tunnels, 7,000 feet, you guys, that run alongside the airport's underground trains. So this, this airport has underground trains, bro, which were not immediately ready to use upon the airport's opening. As seen during a tour of the tunnels provided by the Denver Post, all plumbing and electrical infrastructure appears to end at the underground area's lowest level. Hiding anything else under it would be an engineering feat on par with the channel that connects, that's the word, channel, that connects England to France. So they're saying that that would be a feat to do. Um, furthermore, over the years, little personnel or little personal touches have been made, Montgomery said, of the tunnels, pointing to the hand-drawn alien image, um, as well as decidedly non-alien-themed graffiti like smiley faces. The automated baggage system was actually used in various capacities, mostly by United Airlines up until 2010. Now, I found a video that says, I think it was shut down in 20 or 2008, maybe 2006, I don't know, but there's a little inconsistencies here that I'm noticing. Quote, there's a certain mystique to anything you can't see, Montgomery said, of the four... 170,000 square feet of underground space. 470,000! Okay? That's a lot of space down there. The fact of the matter is, it would take me three days to show you everything down here. That's weird to say. Three days, huh? Three days of what? Finally, airport workers have been known to don lizard masks as pranks while the media are on tours including one caught by a camera on Fox, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I have a video here for you guys. I do want to play it. This is actually coming from 9 News or Fox 9 News. I don't know. It might be something other than Fox, but here we go. Let's check this out. Every day on their way to catch a plane at DIA, 
thousands of people walk over it. And they don't even know what's going on right underneath. Oh my god. Not, no, I have no idea. Here we go, people. Deep down in the trenches, out of sight and mind, there is an underground city. And just like all cities, there's a freeway system. Oh. In this case, full Look of bugs, this. carts, and sometimes chaos. <gasps> Maestro, cue the music! This is where the airlines move Look at this. luggage from plane to plane to baggage claim. And there's no time to waste. When they're offloaded, they go into the... They try to be funny here. Into the... When they're offloaded, they go into the dump belt. Everybody's yelling and screaming, where are my bags? Where That's some nice editing, folks. They do that to make you think that he's trying to talk while this machinery is all going, and he's just like... Make him look like a dumbass. But, you know, he probably stopped. My bags and a lot of times, you know, or maybe he's a man. I don't know. Get stuck behind other airlines. But as you can see, the tunnels, this all of this system. Seven thousand foot tunnels under DIA. It is huge down here. More than a million square feet of space, and just over that. Okay, so he's saying more than a million square feet of space. We just said four hundred seventy thousand. You know what I mean? But he's saying over a million. Okay. Wall. Well, that's the train that you take. It reminds you of an actual freeway system. There are all kinds of signs posted and speed limits to follow. DPD actually patrols down here and they actually give out speeding tickets. And just like driving the freeway, what? you get lost? Well, sometimes you get really lost. Was he kidding? The police actually patrol that area and they hand out speeding tickets? What a way to get money. I would not put it past them, everybody. <laughs> You're going? You can literally be driving around in circles for hours. Went down, took a left instead of a right, then made another left, another right, and I'm over on the Seacon. The reason there are so many tugs and carts is because of this. Right here, the failed baggage system. Look at this. Look at that piece of shit. You may remember the airport tunnels as the home of the touted super-duper state-of-the-art automated baggage system. It was used when the airport opened, but never really worked very well. Great. And even though United used a form of it until 2008, it is abandoned now. See, 2008. A looming framework of neglected metal, tracks, belts, and hopes. I think it was stated for its time. Um, it, it simply cost too much to maintain, and it wasn't feasible to keep long term. And then there's this. A piece of graffiti by an airport worker. What? Or is it a sign of strange things that exist deep under the airport? It is! That's a sign that there's aliens down there. Who else could have drawn that? Come on, people. Is there a secret city down here? Well, there's certainly a city of people working, but it's not a secret. What about a military complex? No military complex. Never seen that? Have you ever seen him do psychological warfare testing? Never seen any testing like that. Like he's gonna admit it. You know, a lot of people think there's an alien base. You know, uh, people think that. I've never seen any little green men walking around. Under DIA, thousands of workers spend their day doing their best to get you and the planes in and out on time. It's a pretty amazing place. Okay, you guys get it, right? So just wanted to show you that footage of the actual airport. It, I, I think it's massive, massive, massive underground network. And if you have over a million square foot underground, yeah. It's no, it's no wonder that people are like, yeah, what are you going to do down there, dude? Trying to house some of these billionaires. You know, in that uh, Jesse Ventura episode, 
I did see a clip where he was interviewing somebody and they're like, yeah, it's it's theorized that these the people with money, the people with power, they're given tickets as a spot because, I mean, there's only so much space down there. Right. So you can't you can't have the world go down there. So they have limited number of people that could go down there and they'll give you a ticket. <clears throat> and if you do anything bad, you speak out against them, you'd go against the grain, then you lose your ticket and you will not be saved during the apocalypse. Why can't they be out front about it? If everyone found out that there were safe quarters here and a comet was predicted to hit the Earth in two weeks, you'd have a very serious security problem. And there would be two, three million Coloradoans trying to get into the underground here. And that there is not enough room. Also, I heard from people that one of the things that where they where they buy confidences of politicians and and people in the military is they're offering them seats here at Denver Airport. You get a seat to get into the mountains, and they're limited seats. And, and you think that's how the silence is held? Absolutely. Number two, we have this Freemasonic and occult symbolism throughout the airport. So the theory goes, the Freemasons, a century-old secret society, has controlled the airport ever since it opened. With ties to the New World Order, a group of global elites who wield power over international affairs. Oh boy. So the history. We have this dedication plaque at the airport's south entrance, dated back to 1994, March 19th. It contains a time capsule and bears the symbol of the Freemasons. Now, look at this. <clears throat> Denver International Airport, right? You know, it, it's uh, this is dedicated to the mayor, the governor, the secretary of transportation, all this stuff. Uh, but there's this big old Freemasonic sign right here. And you can see that it was, uh, the capstone was laid by the most worshipful Prince Hall of Grand Lodge, and blah, 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 and the most worshipful Grand Lodge, and blah, 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 blah. Has their names down here, the Grand Masters. But right here, New World Order Airport Commission. What the God's name is that? And that's a, that's a legit thing. Like, it exists. Like, they, they hold uh, documents, the house documents. You have your contributors down here. You have aeronautics, architects, uh, metals, all this stuff. But very strange. I mean, there's no doubt that this is a Freemasonic slab. And how much money did they donate towards the actual building of the airport? I don't know. Supposedly underneath this slab contains a time capsule to be opened in 2094. So approximately 100 years after it was put there. So very interesting, right? I, I don't know if there's more Freemasonic stuff around the actual uh, the airport as well. Um, but the facts, though, this article goes on to say that while the Freemasons are a legitimate, fraternal, and historically cloistered organization with civic ties to airport dedication, uh, there is no evidence to suggest that they had a hand in ongoing planning and decision-making at the civilian facility. Anti-Masonic conspiracies that date back more than a century were clearly dusted off and updated. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. It was talking about these strange markings that were seen all around. That's actually Navajo language and indigenous uh, languages of the indigenous people and the characters that they, they saw all around the airport. I think um, I think this article has some more down here. So we'll talk about that. Yeah, so like this one, 
Zit dit guy. It's actually a Navajo inscription on the floor. Translate to the mountain that is white. Uh, this is another one. I don't even want to pronounce that. I can't. Something about nice ninnies. I don't, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, that zit dit guy, the, the mountain that is white. Theorists believe that this is a reference to Mount Blanc or the White Mountain in France where the Knights Templar signed their charter. And the Knights Templar, everybody knows that that is a heavy Freemasonic chapter there of history. However, the reference to the White Mountains is a reference to the sacred nature in which the Navajos hold the Rocky Mountains. It doesn't help the theorists uh, cause that the main terminal and the airport is actually built like the white peaks of the airport. Looks like the white peaks of the, the mountains. Um, you had that uh, the nice ninny one that means tallow river. So there's some theories there as well, but I don't know. I don't know why all this was uh, inscribed in the flooring throughout the airport. We also have Blucifer. Okay, now speaking of weird, strange sculptures, Blucifer sits outside of the airport and stands at 32 feet, and it is a fiberglass blue Mustang with burning red eyes, right? And it was uh, nicknamed Blucifer by the locals, and it was created by Luis Jimenez, or Jimenez, uh, maybe I, I'm just, I'm butchering these last names. It starts with a J, but maybe it's a Y. <laughs> Jimenez, Jimenez, I don't know who died in 2006 after a part of the Mustang came loose while he was working on it and it severed an artery in his leg and he died. Bled to death. There are theories that Blucifer is now cursed because of this. Blucifer is also believed to represent the pale horse of the apocalypse. Okay, so when the apocalypse comes, the pale horse will be represented there. You have theories that the underground bases are there to protect people. It's somewhat of a Noah's Ark. Something back in the day when Barack Obama was actually at the Denver airport, people were saying, oh, is he is he there just in case something happens? He can go underground into these bases. Things just to think about. Um, in a side note, in 2010, a 26-foot sculpture of Anubis, the Egyptian god of the dead, was constructed at the airport to welcome the new King Tut exhibit at the Denver Art Museum. This created controversy, as you can imagine, as people did not want to associate death with the airports and airplanes. No shocking surprise there. We also have the gargoyles. DIA now has an interactive gargoyle. Did you guys know that? That confirms these conspiracies as you walk by it. Welcome to Illuminati headquarters. I mean, Denver International Airport. DIA has explained that the gargoyle was put in place to clear the air on all these conspiracies. You know, uh, the massive underground uh, compounds and whatnot. Uh, but proved to be wiser than we thought and is sharing more than we planned. Oh boy, so it's spilling the beans. The airport also announced the chatty gargoyle's arrival on Twitter, where they played up the fun-loving side and they strayed... Uh, oh, they actually used the hashtag Illuminati. Look at this. So here's the tweet that the Denver airport put out. It has hashtag Illuminati. Notice that it was posted at 3 a.m. as well. Ooh, Blucifer. Here's the gargoyle. That's a little too close for comfort, lady. Oh, oh damn. Um, 
What, you never seen a talking oh, damn. dog before? Welcome to Illuminati headquarters. I mean, Denver International Airport. This is awesome. Sir, are you stealing a desk? Hello? Do I know you? Sir, you have resting confused face. Did you have to buy an extra seat for your hat, sir? I'm a millennial. I've got to post it. I've got to snap face it and Twitter book it. Okay. So clearly that was somebody uh, behind the camera, behind the mic, trying to make fun. And, you know, I don't know if that thing is automated now or if they just have a full-time gig. A guy just, <laughs> they hire a comedian. That would be a, quite a job, though, huh? You get there and make fun of people all day. be hard not to slip up, though, say something you shouldn't have, you know? <laughs> Whoops. Especially in nowadays, the politically incorrect culture that we live in. Uh, there's also the swastika-shaped runways. The theory goes that it's a symbol of Nazism, or you have the fascism, and, you know, there's a number of sinister plots related to this airport built by Nazis, built by the Freemasons. What do you think? Is that a swastika? You know, I can kind of see it. You got down, down, and you got from the side, down, and then to the right. I, I left. You know, it's kind of. You kind of see it. There's photos online where people draw out the red over the, the, you know. I don't know. You know, you tell me. They, they said that they did this for wind. The rotating fan shape. So they call it a fan shape, not a swastika shape. It's a fan, okay, everybody? <laughs> Just keep that in mind the next time you see a, a swastika shape anything and they blame it on Trump or somebody. Just say, oh, no, that's a fan shape. It, uh, it allows for the optical takeoff into and against wind from different directions. Now, that makes sense, you know? But why do you have to have it as a swastika? Why not just go to go this way, to go that way? I don't know. However, it's still a thing. Now, this is the main meat and potatoes that I wanted to get in with y'all. is the apocalyptic New World Order artwork. Because I have a couple videos that I want to play a little bit later. But these are several large murals within the DIA. They were drawn by artist Tanguma. The meaning of Tanguma's murals is frequently divorced from the context of their creation, which tells a hopeful story of peace and environmental stewardship following times of war and pollution. Conspiracy theorists focus only on the grim imagery, but not the rainbow-laden resolution. Okay. Now, if we look at this, when we do look at this, I want you guys to pay attention to that because it is um, destroying of the old, coming in with the new. It is the uh, death and rebirth, the rising of the phoenix. You're rising out of the ashes. Something new is born. Now, it, it this just made me think of the Raelians, right? Straight up. You got the Nazi runway, you know, that uh, not the Nazi, but the swastika runway. The Raelians have the swastika inside of the Star of David. And... They need a embassy. They need an embassy somewhere for this alien ship to land. Maybe that's at the Denver airport. I don't know. But um, you also, you know, they're they're talking about uh, who was it? Um, the leader, the French leader guy, who was like, "Yes, you have the the destruction of the world. Yes, so so uh, so painful. Yes, bloody. You know, it's just like birth. You know, it's bloody painful. Yeah, but then you have a baby. This beautiful baby is born through the world. Look how beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, 
Nonetheless, I'm this has hints of New World Religion, New World Order, New World Takeover all throughout it. Um, I do want to play these two videos. The first one analyzes the apocalyptic painting specifically at the Denver airport. And then it goes into the Charlotte Bank of America, the United Nations headquarters in New York, goes into like the uh, Georgia Guidestones and some other places too. But I specifically want to focus on the murals. Proof of a world government conspiracy is uncovered on our Seeing is Believing tour of five U.S. cities, starting with Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado is home to America's largest airport called the Denver New World Airport. The airport was built by Freemasons in 1995 and features a Freemasonic dedication capstone in the atrium. So now she says that the the building was uh, built by Freemasons. We don't know that. I don't know that. Maybe they were. I did not look up to see who the actual, um, the main architects, the main uh, builders, I guess, of this airport were. I don't know if they were Freemasons or not. Time capsule is buried underneath the stone to be opened in the year 2094. Mm -hmm. The New World Denver Airport has a swastika-shaped runway. There it is. There is reportedly a deep underground military base beneath the airport with miles and miles of secret subterranean tunnels connected to a mark. Okay, so see, they have the swastika much shorter, much smaller. Okay, I was going big with this thing. I was going like the, the mainframe here. But they're going small. Okay, I can I can see it a little bit. Network of underground cities. As passengers drive up to the main airport terminal, they are greeted by a sinister-looking 32-foot-high fiberglass blue stallion Ooh. with veins popping out of its body and demonic eyes that glow bright red. Mm. Not exactly a calming influence for travelers who are all... Now, the, the reason why this thing has red eyes is that's made out of neon lights and supposedly the artist's dad worked with neon lights and stuff. So every, people aren't buying it. Whatever. Pretty spooked about getting on a plane. The sculpture is believed to symbolize the pale horse of the apocalypse mentioned in the Bible, whose name is Death. Death. The sculptor, Luis Jimenez, was killed by the horse when a chunk of the sculpture broke loose. Okay, so I completely butchered the artist's name. Jimenez. And came crashing down aye, aye. on him. <laughs> Locals call the horse Lucifer. Well, hello there, audio listeners. Greg here. I hope you enjoy this free little segment of Strange Sauna. Strange Sauna is a side program that I'm doing on the side here still connected to the Pardon My American broadcast. If you like the content in this segment and you want to hear more, go check out the full episodes only on Patreon at patreon.com slash pardonmyamerican. Okay, sayonara.